Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's so hot outside time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air-conditioned lanes, ice-cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of Behind the Steel Curtain for another episode of the Steelers News. Before I talk about anything black and gold related, I want to send out a quick thank you to everyone that watches these shows on YouTube, listens to the podcast, checks us out on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, especially on YouTube. The response has been tremendous. Uh, Fans have really enjoyed it. Um, It seems like they're sharing it. The the site is growing. The channel's growing. I appreciate that. Hey, if you want to hear about the Steelers and you like hearing my thoughts on the Steelers, I will gladly keep doing this. So the more you like the content, the more that'll come at you. Uh, If you didn't know we had a YouTube channel, please follow us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com. Go to the search bar. Type in BTSE Steelers Radio. Subscribe. Like our videos. Give them a thumbs up comment i'm active in the comment section I'd like to hear your uh, feedback uh, especially the last episode was really good with the comments um and also on podcast if you want to check us out there you can go to itunes and search the standard is the standard now not a lot of news right now i said this yesterday on our last episode it's the dead season not a lot of news happens but sometimes news does happen but that doesn't mean there's nothing to talk about and if you checked out the the headline of this episode normally i kind of get into that in the middle of the show i'm starting right off with it it's about Mike Tomlin. All right. And the other day, I ran a story. Uh, Odd Shark, who is tied in with the Las Vegas odds and things of that nature, uh, they put out the odds of the uh, who, which NFL head coach is most likely to be fired first. 
Uh, you had Hugh Jackson at the top of the list. Adam Gase was second. There were several others that were close. Um, Marvin Lewis was up towards the top. Even John Harbaugh made the list, uh, the Ravens coach. Um, Mike Tomlin was nowhere to be found, and rightfully so. Yet I still couldn't understand how sometimes in the comment section of articles for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I've had a couple comments here on YouTube already about how fans just cannot stand Mike Tomlin. And the, the one question I have is, why do people hate Mike Tomlin so much? Yes, the racial thing is obvious. There are a lot of fans, sad to say, that do not like him because he is a black head coach. That's it, period. He could be the best coach ever, and they wouldn't like him. That's sad, but that's the truth. But then there's those that claim that that's not the case. They just don't like the way he coaches. Some say that he's too much of a player's coach. Some say that he, you know, the stock answer of he loses to bad teams too often, that he doesn't have the team prepared, all those things. Um, I just don't buy into all of it. I, I really don't. I, I don't buy into the fact that Mike Tomlin should bear all of the the load on this. Now, Mike Tomlin has been very open with the media. Um, he says a lot and doesn't mean everything, but there have been times where he said, look, I get it. As a head coach, you get no credit when you win and you get all the blame when you lose. And that is the truth, especially in the National Football League and especially in a city like Pittsburgh where the expectations are Super Bowl or bust every single year. They could make it to the AFC Championship game. They could make it to the Super Bowl. And if you don't bring home a Lombardi trophy, that season is considered a crap. That's just the way it is. And I think Mike Tomlin understands that he's been there for over a decade. But one thing I have to, I, the one question that I want people to answer, and whether you're listening to this, if you're watching this somehow through BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, go into the comment section and answer this question. If you're watching on YouTube, do the same thing. Go into the comment section and answer. At what point do players get more blame than coaches? There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. When it rains, hit the lathes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. I am not being a Mike Tomlin apologist right now. Do I like Mike Tomlin? Absolutely. Why? Because all he does is win. His worst season is 8-8. Eight and eight. As a Steeler fan, how can I be upset with a coach? Now, yeah, should he have been to the Super Bowl more times? Should they have won more times? Should he have? You know, we could talk about this all day and all night. But you could say the same thing is about Bill Cowher. You could probably even say the same thing about Chuck Knoll for as long as he coached for some of the players that he coached. He did win four, and he was the first coach to do that till Belichick. But still, going back to the question, at what point do players take the brunt of the criticism and not the coaching staff. Let's let's go through a couple examples here. The, we'll go over the playoff loss. The playoff loss against the Jaguars, 
Heinz Field last year, 45-42 at home gets banked down by Blake Bortles. We don't want to relive that. And fans were all up in arms. Oh, my gosh. Mike Tomlin, he didn't have his team prepared. They weren't focused, yada, yada, yada. Look, if you want to say somehow Mike Tomlin not having a, a grasp on his players in regards to their social media use, to Mike Mitchell maybe going out in the hallway and, and running his mouth, I guess maybe it's a 53-man roster and he's one guy. You, you can't always be everywhere. At the same time, at what point do you say the defense and the offense, because remember there were two turnovers that resulted in touchdowns, so that's 14 points. It's not his fault that they gave up 45 points necessarily. He's not out there not, not making tackles on Leonard Fournette. He's not the one that's out there getting stoned every single time the pass rush is trying to get to Blake Bortles. I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin should be absolved of all blame altogether. Certainly, a head coach deserves blame in a loss, especially one like against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs last year. However, at what point do you say, you know what? Mike Tomlin can only do so much. It's not that he didn't do film study. It's not that his coordinators didn't get the team prepared. It's not that the individual position coaches didn't do their job. Sometimes the players just have to go out and execute. Period. I just don't understand. So I'm, I'm asking this as a question. A lot of fans hate Mike Tomlin. I want to know why. And please make it about football. Please make it about football. That's all I'm asking. Don't give me the stock answer of losing to bad teams or the color of his skin or the Rooney rule or anything like that. I want it to be about football. Why do you not like Mike Tomlin? And when, when do the players take some blame? At what point do you say, you know what, Ben Roethlisberger throwing that pick six was ridiculous. That's on Ben. That's not on Todd Haley. That's not on Randy Feetner as a quarterback coach. That's not on Mike Tomlin. I don't get that. That's what I don't get, and I'm hoping you all can help me answer that question in the comment section. So if you want, go into the comment section. Let me know. Be glad to have a discussion as long as it's about football. Let's talk about football a little bit. And speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars game, boy, they got ran over. The defense did not play well against the run that game, but they didn't play well against the run all season. I grew up playing football, and I did not play very long. Um, but it, even, if, even at a young age, flag football as a youth, starting to play tackle football, and even listening to my dad talk about sports, he would always say the same thing, and my coaches would all say the same thing. It's all about the run. You have to be able to run the football, and you have to be able to stop the run on defense. The team that does that the best is going to win more than they lose. And you could talk about how the NFL today is becoming more of a pass-happy league and that they're, the passing game is is basically what used to be the running game. It's kind of an extension of whether it's the screen passes, the quick slants, whatever the case may be. They're throwing the ball more than they ever have. But to me, I still look at run statistics, both offensively and defensively, as really guiding lights to an issue, to a team that has some issues. So let's go back to 2017 and take a look at some of those statistics, all right? Uh, let's start with offense, okay? Offensively, the Steelers ranked 20th in the league running the football, 20th. 
They rushed for 1,667 yards with a balmy 3.8 yards per carry. 3.8 yards per carry. That's not very good. Not in my opinion. Not when you have the players that you have, the offensive line that you have. Not very good. Average 104.2 yards per game. 3.8 yards per carry. If I said per game, I apologize. It's 3.8 per carry, 104.2 per game. That's an issue. In my opinion, that's a glaring issue for the Steelers. They have to be able to run the ball better. Sad to say, Le'Veon Bell missing all the preseason if they don't get a long-term contract done is not going to help this number at all. You go back and look at his first four weeks of last season, really bad numbers until week four when he went off against the Baltimore Ravens for 144 yards and two touchdowns on 35 carries. He struggled in weeks one, two, and three. They can't have that slow start again. It's just not going to be beneficial to anyone on the offensive side. So 20th in the league, not very good. That is something that if I'm Randy Feetner, I'm talking with Ben Roethlisberger. I'm talking with anyone, my uh, coach Saxon, the running back coach. I'm talking with the wide receiver coach. I'm talking with everyone about how can we get the, Mike Munchak, especially. My goodness, that guy's a tremendous coach. But I'm like, what do we need to do to get our rushing stats better? We run the ball better. We turn it over less. We control the game more. Think back to what Jacksonville did to Pittsburgh. They controlled the game because they get kept churning over first down after first down. Maybe this means, you know what, third and two, we can grind out a first down and move the chains rather than chucking it deep. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Let's go to the other side of the football. Defensively, okay, the Steelers ranked 10th. And you're thinking, well, that's not too bad. It's not too good either because when you look at the numbers, not very good. They gave up 1,693 yards on the season. They can, oh my gosh, I still can't believe this. The defense surrendered 4.4 yards per carry every single time on average that the opposition ran the football. They averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Do the math, folks. They could run it three times and have a first down. It's horrible. And maybe it's because I grew up and when I was really, really getting into the Steelers were those really good, tough, hard-nosed defensive teams of the early 2000s, the late 90s, and then throughout the 2000s. I don't know what it is, but they averaged 105.8 yards per game. I recall a time when the Steelers' defense didn't surrender a 100-yard rusher an entire season. There was one year where they only gave up 100 yards rushing to a team once or twice a season. These guys average giving up giving up 105.8 yards per game on average for the whole season. You want to talk about the issues with the Steelers, you can talk about all the, the you know points per game, and you can talk about turnover differential. Those are all important, and they have their place. But for me, it's all about running. <clears throat> Excuse me. Throw, running the football on offense, stopping it even. So, so real quick. On offense, what changed from 2017 to 2018? Offensively, what changed? Well, new offensive coordinator Randy Feetner takes over as the head honcho. Maybe that'll be more run plays. Maybe he'll use Roosevelt Knicks more. We don't know. We'll wait and see. Maybe some inserting some new players like Jalen Samuels, but the offensive line remains the same. Uh, from the starting standpoint, Le'Veon Bell should be back. James Conner, Roosevelt Knicks. They just have to run the ball better, period. I think the offensive line got manhandled at times last year. They need to run the ball better. 
Defensively, what changed? Okay, defensive front, nothing. Hargrave, to it, Hayward. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so they, those haven't changed. Inside linebacker is clearly going to be where they're going to look. But Vince Williams is supposed to be a run-stuffing player. He's not a player that has the sideline-to-sideline -side speed like Ryan Shazier had. He is a player that's supposed to run downhill, stop the run. That's his forte. Same with Matikavich, same with John Bostic. So you have to think that in terms of run stopping, which Ryan Shazier did have some splash plays, but he also missed on many, they should be okay in that category. In my opinion, they would struggle in pass coverage. The safeties, Mike Mitchell's gone. We don't know who's going to be there. The defense is going to be different. Will it change? We'll see. But always remember this. Keep it in the back of your mind. The team that runs the ball best and stops the run typically wins, and that's where the Steelers need to improve. Lastly, with the news, if you haven't heard, if you haven't checked on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I wrote this article this morning. News is that Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback is facing a potential three-game suspension. And you're probably saying, Jeff, what the hell does that have to do with the Steelers? Well, the Steelers play the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in week three. So that would mean that Jameis Winston would not be there. And man, what the heck is going on with the Steelers? They have gotten so lucky. Now, I'm not about to say that they're not going to play Winston because I think they will, whether it's an appeal, whether the suspension is in three games, whatever the case may be. Personally, I think that they'll end up playing against Winston. I think Winston's a great quarterback. I got butchered on the comment section on, the, on the, my article saying that he's not top tier. Okay, he might not be top tier, but at the same time, he's still a good quarterback. He's a first-round draft pick. He's He's got some pedigree there. Think back, though, to last season. All those quarterbacks that they were supposed to play that were going to be so tough that they ended up playing backups, whether it was Aaron Rodgers is out, Brett Hundley's in, no Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett. Um, there's another one that I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but they got lucky. And you know what? No one, the Steelers, the players, the fans, the organization, whatever, shouldn't have to apologize for that. Look, if, if Jameis Winston doesn't play in this game because of suspension and they play Ryan Fitzpatrick and they beat up on Ryan Fitzpatrick down in Tampa Bay, no one should have to say, oh, well, I guess that win doesn't count as much because they didn't have their starting quarterback. No, screw that. They had no control over this. Pittsburgh didn't turn Jameis Winston in for harassing an Uber driver. No, that's their problem. Pittsburgh shows up. They play who this against them on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage, and that's all there is to it. So, when it comes to that type of stuff, I don't have much sympathy in terms of you know people. I say, oh, well, it's just not the same. You know, it's just not as good. Whatever. Jameis Winston could be suspended, and that could play a role with the fact that the Steelers played them in Week Three. Now to finish out the show today, I had a really good. I, I always go on Twitter and say, you know, about five minutes before I go on the air, hey, if anyone has any questions, fire away. Got a really good one from John Stewart. He has three questions. Okay, here we go. Number one. Finish this thought. It would be a hugely successful year for Cam Sutton, quarterback second year out of Tennessee, if he blank. In my opinion, it would be a hugely successful year if he can fill William Gay's role in the dime defensive package and fills as a return man for the Steelers. Would be a huge success. I think he could see a lot of time on the field. I think he can be a playmaker. Would be hugely successful. Also, he said, finish this thought the same. It would be a hugely successful year for, but Brian Allen, cornerback, second year. 
When it rains, hit the lathes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. I would say that he makes the 53-man roster. He becomes a very good special teams player and is used specifically as depth. If there's an injury, he might be able to step in. Brian Allen is still a work in progress. He only had two years of defense before he got drafted, so this is only his fourth year playing cornerback. He's big, he's fast, he's tall. They like him, but they still need to give him time. And then number three, will the Steelers stand pat with their inside linebacker, outside linebacker, backups, or will they add someone at the expense of present second stringers? I don't think they're going to make any moves at this point unless injuries dictate they have to. There's always the outside chance. Think back last year when Joe Hayden was released. No one expected that. And next thing you know, Joe Hayden is now a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But if everyone stays put where they are, and I'm, I know that's not going to happen, but if everyone stays put where they are, I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers make any drastic changes unless injuries stand in the way. Um, another good question from Frank. He said, uh, what's the holdup on Terrell Edmonds signing his rookie contract? It's, it's kind of a bad look. It's taking this long. A lot of fans ask this question because anymore, um, you think about anymore. You think about the fact that in the new collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, every single draft pick is slotted at pay. But now players are realizing that they can still negotiate signing bonuses. My guess is that Terrell Edmonds is waiting to see other first-round draft picks because there's other teams that are in the same position of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're waiting to see how this pans out with other picks. What are they getting paid? What was their signing bonus like? What could we ask for? He was the 28th overall pick. He's looking at two things, people that were drafted around him, what they're getting paid, as well as his position, other safeties that were drafted in the first round. And there weren't that many safeties that went in the first round, so therefore he could kind of demand maybe some more based on that fact. It's a process. Every year, there's a couple players. Um, I can't remember who it was in 2017. It wasn't TJ Watt. It was a later round draft pick. That they just wait. They they try to get as much money as they can, and then eventually sign. I see no doubt in my mind that Terrell Edmonds will be uh, will have his contract signed well before training camp. I would actually expect that to be um, sooner rather than later. For all those Twitter followers out there, appreciate the questions. You can follow us on Twitter at BT Steel Curtain. Uh, that's our Twitter feed. Check us out. I thank you all for listening. Make sure you like the channel on YouTube. Let's go to YouTube, BTSC Steelers Radio. Um, like our subscribe, like the videos, comment. It's a nice little community. It's growing almost to a thousand. I want to get a thousand followers. We're at like 750. So spread the word for all you Steeler fans out there. And lastly, behindthesteelcurtain.com should be your one stop shop. For Pittsburgh Steelers news, even in the dead season, folks, we're giving you six articles a day to read, to digest, to talk about, to learn. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. And in the regular season, we're talking like more than that, but we'll get there. Thanks for watching. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll see you next time. Bye. It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air-conditioned lanes, ice-cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. 
and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.